Welcome to Storage Station, episode 32. In this episode, you can listen to three Hawaiian stories. The first story is titled, Kakupua's Canoe. Listen to this story about how a chief and his servant traveled far and wide just to build a canoe to satisfy his wife. The second story is titled, Pea's Watercourse. He wants to build a dam on the Waimea River, but he's going to need some help. So he turns to the Menehunas, who are said to be the best craftspeople in all the land. The third story is titled, Snaring the Sun. This story is about the adventure Maui goes on to elongate the days, to make his mother's work less tiresome. Hope you enjoy it! I will read a story called Kakupua's Canoe. Kakei, a chief, lived at Wahiawa, Kukani Loka, Wailoa, Oahu. One day, his wife told him that she desired to go in search of her brother, Kahania Keakua, who was supposed to be living in Tahiti. Kakei thereupon ordered his man, Kakupua, to go into the woods and find a suitable tree and make a canoe for his wife for this foreign voyage. Kakupua, with a number of men under him, searched in the forest belt of Wahiawa, Helimano, and Wawala, and also through the woods of Kulau, but without success. From Kana, they made a search through the mountains till they came to Kilohana in Kalihi Valley, and from there to Wawani in Nunao, where they slept in a cave. In the dead of night, they heard the hum as of human voices, but they were unable to discern any person, though the voices sounded close to them. At dawn, silence reigned again, and when the sun arose, lo and behold, there stood a large mound of stones, the setting of which resembled that of a hiao, or temple, the remains of which are said to be noticeable to this day. Kekupua and his men returned to their chief and reported their unsuccessful search for a suitable koa tree for the desired canoe, and related also the incident at Walani. Kake, being a descendant of the Menehunes, knew immediately that the authors of the strange occurrence. He therefore instructed Kekupua to proceed to Mahako and Kamakela and stay there till the night of Cain, then go up to Punui and wait till hearing the hum and noise of the Menehunes, which would be the signal of their fishing, finishing the canoe. And thus it was. The Menehunes, having finished the canoe, were ready to pull it into the sea. He directed them to look sharp, and two men would be noticed holding the ropes at the poop or head of the canoe. One of them would leap from one side to the other. He was the director of the work and was called Pale. There would be some men farther behind, holding the kawelawele, or guiding ropes. They were the kahunas that superintended the construction of the canoe. He reminded them to remember these directions, and when they saw these men, to 
give them orders and show them the course to take in pulling the canoe to sea. Yakupua followed all these instructions very faithfully. He waited at Punui till dusk, when he heard a hum as of many voices, proceeding farther up near the slope of Alewa. He saw these wonderful people. They were like ordinary human beings, but diminutive. He directed them to pull the canoe along the Ne, or farther side of the Punui stream. By this course, the canoe was brought down as far as Kala, near Waikahalulu, where, when daylight came, they left their burden and returned to Waolani. The canoe was left in the ditch, where it remained for many generations, and was called Kawa Akekupua, or Kekupua's Canoe, in honor of the servant of the chief of Kuke. Thus, even with the help of the Menahunas, the wife of Kuke was not satisfied in his desire. The end. I hope you enjoyed this story. The next story begins in a moment. I will read a story entitled Pea's Watercourse. Pea was an ordinary man living in Waimei Kauai who wanted to construct a mono or dam across the Waimea River and a watercourse, therefrom to a point near Kikiaola. Having settled upon the best locations for his proposed work, he went up to the mountains and ordered all the Menehunes that were living near Pukapele to prepare stones for the dam and watercourse. The Menehunes were portioned off for the work, some to gather stones and others were to cut them. All the material was ready in no time, and peace settled upon the night when the work was to be done. When the time came, he went to the point where the dam was to be built, and he waited. At the dead of night, he heard the noise and hum of the voices of the Menahunas on their way to Kikiaola, each of whom was carrying a stone. The dam was duly constructed, every stone fitting in its proper place and the stone, Awai, or watercourse, also laid around the bend of Kikiaola. Before the break of day, the work was completed, and the water of the Waimea River was turned by the dam into the watercourse on the flat lands of Waimea. When the work was finished, peace served out food for the Menehunes, which consisted of shrimps this being the only kind to be had in sufficient quantity and to supply each with the fish to himself. They were well supplied and satisfied, and at dawn returned to the mountains of Pukapele rejoicing, and the hum of their voices gave rise to the saying, Wawa kemenahune i Pukapele, ma kawai puoho kamanu, okaloko o kawainui, ma kula poko uwahu. The hum of the voices of the Menahunes at Pukapele Kauai startled the birds of the pond of Kawanui at Kulapoko Oahu. The Awai, or watercourse of P, is still to be seen at Kikiaola. At one time, P also told the Menahunes to wall on a fish pond at the bend of the Hulea River, 
They commenced work toward midnight, but at dawn the walls of the pond were not sufficiently finished to meet, so it was left incomplete and has remained right there to this day. The end. I hope you enjoyed this story. The next story begins in a moment. I will read a story called Snaring the Sun. Maui was the son of Hinaloe and Hina, and they dwelt at a place called Makalia, above Kahakuloa, on West Maui. Now, his mother Hina made kapas, and as she spread them out to dry, the days were so short that she was put to great trouble and labor in hanging them out and taking them in day after day until they were dry. Maui, seeing this, was filled with pity for her, for the days were so short that no sooner had she got her kapas all spread out to dry that the sun went down and she had to take them in again. So he determined to make the sun go slower. First, he went to Wailohi in Hamakua on East Maui to observe the motions of the sun. He's there he saw that it rose toward Hana. Then he went up on Haleakala and saw that the sun in its course came directly over that mountain. He then went home again, and after a few days, he went to a place called Paleoko at Waihi. There, he cut down all the coconut trees and gathered the fiber of the coconut husks in great quantity. From this, he manufactured into a strong cord. One Momo, seeing this, said tauntingly to him, Thou will never catch the sun. Thou art an idle nobody. Maui answered, When I conquer my enemy and my desire is attained, I will be your death. So he went up Haleakala again, taking his cord with him. And when the sun arose above where he was stationed, he prepared a noose of the cord and casting it, snared one of the sun's larger beams and broke it off. And thus he snared and broke off one after another all the strong rays of the sun. Then he shouted exultingly, Thou art my captive, and now I will kill thee for thy going so swiftly. And the sun said, Let me live, and thou shalt see me go more slowly hereafter. Behold, hast thou not broken off all my strong legs and left me only the weak ones? So the agreement was made and Maui permitted the sun to pursue its course. And from that time on, it went more slowly. And that is the reason why the days are longer at one season of the year than at the other. It was this that gave the name to that mountain, which should properly be called Alehikala, sun snarer, and not Haleakala. When Maui returned from this exploit, he went to find Moho, Momo, who reveled him. But that individual was not at home. He went on in his pursuit till he came upon him at a place called Kawaiopilopilo, on the shore to the eastward of the black rock called Keka, north of Lahaina. 
Momo dodged him up a hill and down, until at last Maui, growing wroth, leaped upon and slew the fugitive, and the dead body was transformed into a long rock, which is there to this day by the side of the road. The end. I hope you enjoyed this story. Thank you for listening to Story Station. We are adding stories as frequently as possible, so check back often. We would love to hear your feedback and any questions you may have. Thank you.